Hello, I am Bob Bostock. You are listening to Discover DEP, the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection's official podcast. Each week, we will provide you with timely information about how DEP protects and preserves New Jersey's air, water, land, and natural and historic resources. Please feel free to add this podcast to your iTunes or RSS feed. You can also follow DEP on the web at nj.gov DEP. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Bob Bostock, and welcome to the latest edition of Discover DEP. Discover DEP is now available through iTunes and Google Play, so please subscribe so you're sure to get notice of all our future editions. As many of you know, New Jersey has some of the cleanest beaches in the country. They were open 99.9% of the time last year, and we're expecting to hit that same target again this year. Millions of tourists come to our shore each year to relax on the beach, walk the boardwalks, enjoy our piers, and dine in restaurants along our waterways. The summer beach season is crucial to the economic health of New Jersey, particularly our shore communities. All of this is tied directly to public access to the shore. Today, we're very pleased to have with us Becky Foster, a DEP environmental specialist, to talk to us about the importance of public access maps and an exciting new map that will be available online to tell people exactly where they can access the beach along our Atlantic and uh, Back Bay coast. Becky, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Tell us, Becky, about the public access map that uh, you all have developed uh, over the course of the past year. The map will be an interactive GIS-based map that will show all the public access locations along New Jersey's coast, specifically starting with the Ocean Coastline and the Back Bay and River communities in Monmouth, Ocean, Atlantic, and Cape May counties. Um, Eventually, we will expand all these points to include all of the Northeast regions and the Delaware Bay and River regions. Becky, you mentioned you used something called GIS in preparing this map. What is GIS? GIS stands for Geographic Information Systems. It's a mapping tool that the department uses. Um, You can kind of think of it as a Google map that has different layers that we can sort by or search by, and it just is a base for the map. So you'll see an aerial map. So it's a fairly sophisticated uh, system for finding places on a map. Yes, and the public will have the ability to change between aerials and street view maps on the new interactive map, so depending on what they like to view information through. Very interesting. So people will be able to go on DEP's website and access this map and find out where they can access the beaches along those, the coast in those counties. Yes, the map will be searchable, so you can actually search by location itself, or you can look for a specific amenity you're looking for, such as restrooms or food and drink, boardwalks, things like that. So if I click on a, a spot, say, somewhere in uh, Brigantine, what will pop up? What will, what will I see when, on the map when uh, I click on that? An information box will pop up and it'll tell you where the location is, so by street address. It'll also tell you what you can do at that location and what exists at that location. And most locations also will include a picture so you can see what you're expecting to see. So it'll tell me whether there's parking or restrooms and amusements and those sorts of things? Yep, it'll also go into details if swimming is allowed, if you're allowed to go surfing, if you're allowed to fish, if there's a playground, if it's located within a park. When this map goes live, how many access points are going to be shown in those counties that you mentioned earlier? About 2,900 points. 2,900 points? Yes. How did you possibly come up 
with all that information on 2,900 points. We started with a mapping exercise done on GIS to locate potential access locations, and then we field investigated each of the locations. We had a bunch of staff that helped with the effort. We helped, um, we used efforts during the Barnegat Bay Blitz last year, and we had online applications that we could go out with department tablets and collect the data. It was pretty much a drop-down menu. You know, are there bathrooms here? Yes or no. Is there restrooms here? Yes or no. Is it handicapped accessible? And you could list out the different types of access that are accessible. So is there a reserved parking? Is there a ramp? Is there accessible restrooms? And then we took a picture and it was all uploaded online. And then that online information is being shown through an interactive web portal. That's amazing. Yes, Pretty labor intensive. It was very labor intensive, but very worthwhile. And I understand most of it was done in the winter, so it's not like it was a day at the beach out there. Yes, it was. Some of the pictures still have some, sun, you know, have some snow, so we have a list of locations we want to revisit to get better pictures. That's great. Public access, what exactly does that mean here in New Jersey? It's really important in New Jersey. It's important to most coastal communities for tourist reasons, as you mentioned before, but it's just the public's right to get to all tidal water, not just the beaches, any tidal rivers or bays, all the way from the New York border, all the way around Cape May and up to Trenton, it's tidal in New Jersey. So it's always been the residents, visitors' rights to get to these waters. So the DEP wanted to provide a way that the public would know where they can get to water, where they can do certain activities along the water, and we thought an interactive map would be a good way to do that. So I understand that the right of the public to have access to our tidal waters goes back a long time. Yes. Uh, what's some of the history behind that? It goes all the way back to something called the Public Trust Doctrine, which is a doctrine and an idea about the public's right to get to the water that goes all the way back to Roman Empire times. It was brought through to through the 13 colonies, and New Jersey adopted it to this day. And it started with everyone's ability to trade along the waters. And then through different court decisions, it has become the public's right to just recreationally use the water as well. So we should be able to swim and fish off the tidal waters. Now, when we had Superstorm Sandy hit New Jersey back in October 29th of uh, 2012, a lot of public access sites, because of all the damage along the beach, were kind of wiped out. Um, and it's been a while to get, restore those and find those. Was that part of the impetus behind creating this map? Yes. The department before Superstorm, Superstorm Sandy had a very static JPEG. Of show, that showed all the public access locations along the ocean. After the storm, we took that down because there was so much rebuilding and recovery going on. But we also realized that data was 10 years old, so it was time for some new data and some new technology besides just a static JPEG map. It's pretty remarkable, I think, and a tribute to the folks uh, who live down the shore and, and the state who, had, who has done so much to help rebuild that Three and a half years after Sandy, there are 2,900 access points along the coast in the four counties you mentioned. Yeah, all the towns were very motivated to bring back the access and the quality of access, and in some cases, better access than they had before the storm. And in most cases, the access looks almost identically the same, or in some cases, it might be slightly different, but that's due to different resiliency measures that are now in place, so bigger and better dunes without walk through so some, there might not be as many locations to get on the beach but that's only in very few places and it's just because the access is now better in other locations and safer in different locations. So we certainly were stronger than the storm. Yes. Yes. I've heard that phrase somewhere yes. before. <laughs> when the folks would, uh, the staff would go out to 
look at a public access site. Um, how exact? What exactly did they do when they got there, and how long would it take them to complete the work at each of these sites? That really varied from town to town and location to location. So we would open up the map that we had, the electronic map that we had, and it showed all the locations they needed to visit. So they would navigate to each location, and when they got there, they would look around to see what was at that location. So they would identify if there was parking, if it was free or paid parking. They would write in what street address they were at, and they would go through our checklist and have to say yes or no to most of the features. They would write comments about the site, so if they noticed anything really neat about the site or anything different about the site, they could write in whatever comments they wanted to. So if it was, you know, for beach communities, it went pretty quickly because every street end is a public access location. So sometimes we would take bikes and do go down a boardwalk and be able to take access uh, information from each position. And then we would take a, a picture of each place. If it was a park, it might take longer because we walked through the park to see everything the park had to offer. Some of the Back Bay communities took a little longer because it was farther to drive in between places and to find different locations. And this map is really a work in progress, isn't it? You're not done. Correct. Yeah, and any um, errors that we find along the way, we can update and improve that information. Like I said, we'll be taking some additional pictures, and then we will begin collecting data all the way up through the Raritan Bay, up into the New York border, and post that information once we have that complete. And the same thing for the Delaware Bay and River towns. So the Delaware Bay and all of the towns up the, up the Delaware, all the way up to the border with New York. Yes, correct. Will be analyzed. When you're done, how many public access points do you think you will have identified? I think it would end up being around 5,000. The majority of the points are definitely along our Atlantic Ocean sure. towns, but I so, do believe it will be around 5,000. So 2,900 points along about 127 miles of beaches. That's mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of public access. Uh, did you work with any partners in putting this together? Were the municipalities part of this project? If we happen to be working in a municipality, we would get their input or at least look at their information that they had to make sure that we weren't, that our information was accurate. But beyond that, we just mainly used our staff time. That's great. So what is the, what is the web address for this uh, public map, public access map? You can either Google New Jersey Public Access and you will come to the department's public access website and the map will be an icon off of that website. Or if you go on the department's main website and look under land use management, you'll be able to access the map through that site. So this is going uh, not only for visitors to our state, but for residents who, um, you know, I know in my family, we're used to going to one or two spots along the shore uh, because we know them. Now, if we want to do a little more exploring, we'll be able to find out other places that we can go. Yes, that's the intent. That's our hope, how people will use the map. Well, I think this is a, an amazing project, having seen... Uh, a preview of the map and the information that's available. It's its quite impressive and an enormous amount of work that has gone into what I think is going to be a very useful and very popular tool for uh, residents and visitors alike to New Jersey. Is there anything else that we uh, ought to talk about that we haven't talked about yet? I don't think so. Okay, we've covered all the bases then. I think so. Great. Well, I want to thank Becky Foster for joining us today. Uh, tell us about the new public access maps. Again, what is that website? It would be the department's public access website off of the main site, or if you simply Google New Jersey Public Access. And you, that'll take you right to the yes. map. Okay, great. We will also put that uh, the site and the link directly on the description uh, to this podcast that will appear uh, on, the, on iTunes and on Google Play. 
Well, thank you so much, Becky Foster, for being with us. This is really interesting. I know we're all waiting for uh, the warm weather to arrive and, and get back, go back down the shore, as uh, everybody in New Jersey likes to do this public access map. It's a great addition to the tools that we have here at DEP to help people enjoy um, all of the beautiful uh, tidal areas in our state, both along the uh, ocean coast and eventually we'll have all that information for the Delaware Bay and the Delaware River and, and other rivers as well. So thanks for being with us. Uh, again, this has been Discover DEP. Remind everybody again that you can subscribe to future editions through iTunes and Google Play. And if you have any comments or questions about this podcast or suggestions for future podcasts, please shoot us an email at podcast at DEP. Dot nj.gov. That's podcast at dep.nj.gov. Becky, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Bob. Thanks for listening to Discover DEP. If you have comments on the podcast or ideas for future podcast topics, please email us at podcast at dep.nj.gov. Enjoy the rest of your day.